guys, welcome back to Directionally Challenged, the podcast where we read and react to One Direction fanfiction. I'm Chantel. And I'm Safira. Today, we're coming back to Kidnapped by One Direction because of a truth or dare game. Still a great name. <laughs> Dude, Alex is the only protagonist with any fucking idea what's going on. So, we left off at the mall, correct? Yes. Yeah. We left off at the mall. They were dragging her. Well, carrying her, sorry. I was personally... I was personally victimized uh, because of how they reacted to Hot Topic. I feel like I was attacked as well. Fix yourselves. So we read chapter seven. It was never leave One Direction in a Victoria's Secret store, correct? Mm-hmm. Next chapter. Uh, what? Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about because I maybe kind of read the first paragraph, but it's fine. It's very confusing and I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Sorry, I like got completely sidetracked because I was trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Okay, so I'm just gonna go into it because hopefully someone can figure it out what's going on because I have no idea. Thank you for showing me who you are underneath. You only love to see me breaking. We went back to the house after that scene. Louie was shooting me death glares and the rest of the boys were ignoring me. I was so pissed off at them being pissed off. It was obvious that I was going to try to escape. But they were so arrogant, thinking, We are One Direction! If we kidnap a girl, she'd be so fucking happy! Well, they were wrong. I had my reasons to come back to life, and even if I didn't, they just can't do whatever they want. What happened? <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> what is going on? I think she died. <laughs> I think she died because she came back to life. <laughs> Lou, we can't stay mad at her forever, I heard Niall whisper, and I kept watching to the window, pretending that I didn't care. Niall is right. We can't blame her for trying to escape, Liam says. So what do you suggest we do, Daddy? If we just act like nothing happened, she'll do it again. He snapped. Louie calling Liam Daddy. <laughs> I, I like how it's like, it's obviously a joking daddy because it's in quotation marks instead of, you know, just thrown in there as, like, normal sentence structure. So, it's obviously a joke, and you can tell it's a joke, but it's so funny just thinking Louie of saying that to Liam. <laughs> Every One Direction fangirl had a daddy kink at one point. Oh, this just in, Directionally Challenged merch. Um, we're selling t-shirts now that say Every Directioner had a daddy kink. No, we're not. <laughs> $50 a pop. Uh, yeah, so pre-order now. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> Honestly, I would wear that shirt. <laughs> Can we actually make that shirt, please? If we get enough listeners, we'll make that shirt. Even if you punish me that you don't have any right to do, I will do it again, I say annoyed to them, talking like I wasn't even there. Let's see if you say that after the punishment, Louis says, dragging me into the house as I tried to hold on to the door flame. Flame? <laughs> Frame. <laughs> As I tried to hold on to the door frame. Oh. This doesn't even say frame. Leave me alone. <laughs> you just were adding a word and making it more stressful for yourself. Technically, it says failing, but, like, it didn't make sense for it to be failing, so my brain was like, it's a frame, and then I said flame, and then I was I was wrong no matter what. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Louis says, dragging me into the house, I tried ho holding on to the door. Failing. There you go. We got it. Aren't you going to do anything? He's out of his freaking mind. I screamed at Zane, Niall, Liam, and Harry. Just looked away. Oh. What? <laughs> They're all just like, la-di-da-di-da. -da -da. Hey, look. A fan. Oh, it's a nice fan. 
It's on the ceiling. Oh, I thought you were, like, talking about her. <laughs> I feel like this messed me up because it was Zane, Niall, Liam, Harry, and I was like, that's not a good order. I don't like that order. You know what? Maybe Zane needs to be the front man sometimes. He deserves it, but my brain just doesn't, like, my brain has, like, a natural order on how I put things. So how do you put the One Direction boys? Louis, Liam, Niall, Harry, Zane. No, it has to be in alphabetical order. What are you doing? <laughs> That's just how my brain does it. Harry, Liam, Louis, Niall, Zane. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I've said it my whole life. Fuck off. <laughs> it's been ten years. <laughs> it's not your whole life. My life started when One Direction started. I was going to save your fucking ass from a ghost, I yell at Niall, which made him, made him blush. Louis kept dragging me until we were in the basement. Then he pushed me and I fell on the old mattress that was on the ground. Oh god. I saw a rope in his hands and I tried to stand up. <laughs> Louis, anticipating my reaction, used his body to keep me captive. His legs were on mine, though he used his hands to avoid crushing me. His face was so close to mine that I could see the anger in his eyes. I don't like this. I don't like this. Who are you? I whispered, and before he could answer, I continue. You are not the funny and outgoing boy that I saw on the video diaries, the one who kissed a pigeon and named it Kevin. I am that guy. This is just another side of me, and don't act like you know me when you don't, he replied angrily, like he was used to people thinking they knew him. But I did know him. Maybe not much, but enough to tell that he wasn't actually mean, that he used his humor to act like he was fine, when maybe he was not, that he was a bit man a bit manipulator and controlling. He was so alike me that it was scary. I'm uncomfortable. It's leading to a place I don't want to be led. I don't like it. But you are pretty easy to figure out. You're the kind of guy, the one who would do anything for his loved ones, the kind of person who will bright up your day even if he can't brighten up his own and that is the great thing but you're being selfish haven't you thought about my loved ones there's people that need me and i won't let them down actually there wasn't people needing me it was just one person but that only person happened to be the one that i loved the most there's people i can't let down to he replied and we both knew that he was talking about the other guys tell me something he asked still without letting me stand up what if I let you go now, will you keep this whole thing a secret? I knew that by thing he meant kidnapping. I also knew that any rational girl will lie and say yes just to save her own ass. But I couldn't swallow my pride and lie because that will mean he won. Listen to me very carefully. When I escape, that I will do, I won't stop until I see all your pretty faces in court. Too sad that the jails change their striped uniforms to orange ones. I know how much you like stripes. I reply, looking straight at his beautiful eyes, and the next thing I know, it's that my ankles and hands are tightly tied. Then enjoy your new bedroom, and I hope you're not afraid of the dark, he said, walking away and turning the light off. That fucking bastard. I'm scared of the dark. I don't like her new bedroom. I don't like Louis and how he's portrayed in this fic. We just covered after, and um, we discussed punk direction, and, like, that whole thing where they were all portrayed as, like, really toxic people. And I feel like the same can be said of Louis in this fic. You just had a realization. What was it? I just read the next line. Oh, no. Am I gonna be scarred for life? So, we're changing to Louis's point of view. Oh, God. As I walked away the door, I heard her screaming at me. And I smiled, thinking that she was going to be so funny to tame. That's oh! what I mean, that means! I don't like this chair! I'm sorry. <laughs> Get a better chair. 
<laughs> I gotta stop making that joke. <laughs> you really do. It's not funny. It was the first time, at least. This fic started out so nice and wholesome. They kidnapped a girl. How wholesome was it? Okay, good point. I mean, they were fucking over Oreos and carrots. Like... True. And now it's like, she'll be fun to tame. See, okay, here's one thing. If if I was kidnapped by One Direction, like, as a person in this fic, had I have been in this situation, I would have been having fun with them. And yeah, I would have been upset that they kidnapped me. But I honestly, I don't think I'd tell anyone because, first off, who would believe me? Exactly. And so... Se- and second off, it's not like they were, like, hitting me or trying to kill me in the process. I feel like I would tell you. I'd probably tell my therapist, just because, like, I've probably had some stress come out of this. And I've been a little bit traumatized and I can never listen to Up All Night again. Because I'll just think of Louie and how uh, scary he was. And then Niall scaring me from a pile of clothes. And I'll probably break down into tears. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if we got to the point where, you know, we're going out to the mall, I don't think I'd try to escape. I'd just be like, dudes, we're at a mall. Is this really smart on your part? So I feel like there would be no point in locking in the basement. Like, I get it, it's like a punishment, but that kind of punishment is kind of bizarre. Fucked up? Um, here's my thing. I would have tried to escape at the mall if I was in this situation. Uh, I would have gone into Hot Topic, hidden in the dressing room, and while they're looking for me, I would be texting you as much as I can, because I would have stolen one of their phones. Probably Niles, because we know he is- no, wait, he's constantly on that thing. Do you even know my number by heart? Yeah, I do. Wait, no, instead of texting you the whole time, I'll just call 911, what the fuck? (laughs) And be like, yo, (laughs) send help. I feel like I should get a I feel like I should get a text because I'd be really worried. But it's definitely call 911. Text me while you're on the phone with 911. Yeah, no, you worry if you don't get a text from me in like 2 hours after I wake up <laughs> just cuz you're like she pierced her lip. I know she did. This dumbass pierced that lip and now I'm going to have to deal with it. And if it's and if it's been the whole day, I'll probably think that you jumped off a building. That's not on the agenda until May, so you don't have to worry. Stop it. Lou, did you leave her there? Harry said, pointing at the basement. Niall, Liam, and Zane were behind him. Were they all against me? I looked at Harry, hurt. I could have expected that from Liam, even from Niall and Zane, but Harry? He was my pumpkin. I did, I said, trying to go to my room, but to be blocked by the guys. Don't you think that was a bit rude? Zane asked, and I started to freak out. I was saving their asses, and that's how they think me? Rude? She was going to escape. Well, leave her in a basement isn't going to change her mind, Liam replied, looking at me with disappointment. Do you have a better plan? I asked him. Maybe we could be nice to her, and then we are sure she likes us, we can let her leave. Niall proposed, and I froze. That was actually a good plan. Yeah, I could be very nice, Hazza said in a flirty voice. You mean make her fall for you? That's worse than leaving her in the basement, I said, and Harry started to cry. Oh my god. I'm sorry, Harry. What I meant is that we shouldn't play with our feelings. <laughs> okay, now we're at Liam's point of view. Why are we switching people? Oh wait, no, this is a fanfic trope, so you know what? Take a shot. I answered my own question. It's just a fanfic trope. Since when did Louis have a conscience? Something very weird was happening. When he shouted at Harry, he almost seemed like he was, like, he was jealous. No. 
I was overthinking. Louis was with Eleanor. And if he was jealous, it was more of Harry being flirty with another person that wasn't him. Yeah, that probably was the reason. The why? I felt like I was missing something. I won't take your apologies until you say it, Harry screamed. Okay, please forgive me, Louis said. You're missing something. I'm sorry, Mr. Sexy, Lou screamed, and Harry ran into his arms. You are forgiven, he said, hugging Louie. <laughs> Why is that us? <laughs> all right. Niall's point of view. We're getting all the points of views in this one. <laughs> Damn, I was so hungry. Not that somebody cared. Liam was talking with Danielle on Skype. Zane went back to the mall because he needed more products for his hair. Lou and Harry were watching the Titanic for the third time this week. And then there was me, the starving leprechaun that nobody would feed. Then I had an idea. Silently, I went down to the basement there, and the dirty mattress was Alex. I covered her mouth before she could scream. If I give you freedom, will you feed me? I asked, and she nodded. I untied the rope and helped her stand up. Louie must pay! She screamed, and I covered her mouth again. She seemed like a little girl and was like ten centimeters smaller than me. Shh! I warned, and she nodded again. I help you with your revenge after you make me a sandwich. That just reminds me of that thing that was like, once... Harry paid Niall 20 pounds to make him a sandwich. And then Niall ate the sandwich. And, like, I don't know if that was real, but, like, we all just, like, believed it was real. You keep making these faces and it keeps stressing me out. Chapter 9. We're apparently back at Alex's point of view, but it does not point that out. Where did my dignity go? A sandwich was being exchanged for my own freedom. I looked at Niall's blue eyes, trying to decide if I should trust him or not. He looked so cute with his hands covering his stomach and a sad expression. Oh, poor boy, I can make him a sandwich. How difficult could it be? I looked down at my own stomach. I was starving, too. Okay, let's go to the kitchen, I said, and his expression was priceless. We went upstairs in silence. Liam was in his bedroom, and Zane wasn't at home. That just leaves Harry and Louie. They were in the living room. That happens to be just in front of the kitchen. We can do this, I whispered. Everything for a sandwich, Niall claims, way too high. Shh, I whisper, but judging by Niall's expression, it wasn't as silent as I thought it was. Suddenly, the sound of the movie stopped, and we hear someone coming nearer. Did you hear that? Harry asked Louie. Niall and I both looked at each other with terror in our eyes. Everything went silent. Then Niall screwed up by farting. <laughs> of course he did. Of fucking course he did. I fucking hate him. He speaks a couple times about farting and the boys say he's the worst about it and now all he's known for is food and farting and i'm not sure if he's grown out of that but fucking hope he has have you seen his instagram stories that's literally just making food it's all food it's all food at least he runs with it he looks like a really damn good cook though it looks really good i would eat niall's food he has a chef he 100 percent has a personal chef Niall, don't come anywhere near to the basement, Louis warns, his usually high voice getting higher as he comes closer. What do we do? I ask. Run! He screams, taking my hand and dragging me behind him. Gosh, he was fast. Niall, what are you- Niall! Harry shouts when he sees me. He grabbed my hand and I tried to let go of him, but he just pulled more. Louis tries to jump over Niall, but the leprechaun was too fast for him. I bite Harry's hand and run after Niall. I closed the kitchen door, and Niall locked it. Open the door! Don't listen to her! She's the evil in the form of a woman! Oh my god. Do you mean Safira? Louis screams while Harry tries to get inside the window. I open the fridge, finding that there wasn't much left. Only ketchup, some milk, lettuce, and pasta. I don't know how 
I don't know much about cooking, but I think that the pasta wasn't supposed to be in there. I mean, no, you can keep pasta in your fridge. It depends. Is it like homemade pasta? Is it like store-bought pasta? Like, I need all the information. I feel like it's a box of pasta. That can still go in the fridge. Relax, Lou. We're just cooking, Niall says behind the door. Niall, a new voice says. I think it's Liam. You know, you're not allowed to be in the kitchen. Yep, it was obviously Liam. I kept watching at my ingredients, deciding to put the pasta in a pan with some ketchup. It looked paled, so I added lettuce to give some color. Ew! Ew. I have a few questions just right off the bat. Um, one, why the fuck isn't Niall allowed in the kitchen? I guess he just, like, eats all the food, so they, like, stay out of the kitchen. But, okay, but what if he wants a glass of water? Like, they just gonna go grab it for him? No, none of them are that helpful. And number two... That food? Sounds disgusting. Not even Niall would eat it. Pasta in a pan with some ketchup. And then adding lettuce to give it some color. That ain't no marinara. And number three. I really hate this and I hope all the boys just go to prison. Normally that's not what I want to happen, but in this fic, it is. Niall, open the door, Liam yells. So you take my personal chef away? I don't think so. Personal chef? I was far from being one. And why did... The pasta smells so bad. I also didn't know if I, it was already cooked. Niall agreed, but using his phone to find the instructions. According to this, you're supposed to throw the pasta at a wall. If it falls, it's not cooked yet, but if it sticks at the wall, it's ready to eat. I looked at the pasta, then at the white walls. Maybe I could just throw a little and see. And that's what I did, but the pasta didn't stick. Maybe if you put it on the horn? Niall suggests, but I deny, afraid of burning the house. Wait, is it on the burner? Like, what's going on? I don't know. I have no idea. Alex, why is smoke going out of the kitchen? Liam yell. Liam screams, making me look at the pan that is now on fire. Yep, that's why I don't cook. Oh, too risky for me to like it. I want to take back ev everything I've said about Alex and me being the same person. It's not. Seth can actually cook. <laughs> I don't know. I was just cooking pasta. I looked at Niall, trying to find some help, but he was frozen. I rolled my eyes. He turned to be such a great help. You know you are supposed to move the pasta, don't you? Harry asked. My shit screams must answer his question, because soon I heard them kicking the door, trying to get inside. I looked at the little fire, remembering the time I read how a woman burned her face trying to stop what it seemed like an innocent fire. There it said how to turn down a little flame, if I could just remember. This sounds like my joke. <laughs> Open the door! They scream and I start to laugh. I- Why do they have a door in their kitchen? I'm confused. I start to laugh. I always laugh when bad things happen. My doctor told me it was a panic reaction. It wasn't that serious. I just needed to wet a towel and throw it on the pan, stopping the air from passing, which will shut down the fire. Now, take out your shirt. Take off your shirt, I guess. I scream, what well, seems to bring him back to life. He did it without asking. I used the milk to wet the shirt and throw it on the pasta. I hope that article was right. The fire stops. Why didn't you just use the water from... Yeah! The, you went all, through all that trouble to open the milk when you probably have a sink in the kitchen. <laughs> unless unless you're a sim and you can't afford it. <laughs> I doubt this is a game of sims. The fire stops and then the door breaks down. Four guys with angry expressions and holding fire extinguishers face me. You won't need that, I said, just to be covered by a cap of white spoon. <laughs> that reminds me of your joke. I used my hands to take the spoon out of my eyes. I get spoon. 
Oh, it is. Spume. That's an actual word. Spume. It's an actual word. Froth or foam, especially that found on waves. It's good to know. Thank you. To be fair, we don't live anywhere near the ocean, and I guess that's probably where it's used most. I used my hands to take the spume out of my eyes. I gave Zane an evil smile and started to walk closer to him. I looked at Nile, and we both nodded. Revenge! The leprechaun and I screamed. Harry, Louie, Liam, and Zane started running with us at their backs. Damn! The floor was freaking slippery. I fell over Zane and used that moment to take his extinguisher. Now I'll make you suffer, pathetic human being. I scream, pointing at his hair. No, please! I beg your mercy! Zane cries, trying to cover himself. When did Zane get home? I don't know! <laughs> like, he was at the mall, right? Did he just, like, walk in and see the other guys, like, at the kitchen door just angrily banging? <laughs> and just go like, yeah, I guess that's what I need to do today. So, this word is not a word, so I'm going to make it what I think it is. No, please, I beg your mercy, Zane cries, trying to cover himself. I let go a maniacal laugh and push off the button. Quickly, he's covered all, all over spume. No, Robin, I need help, I heard Niall scream while Liam and Harry drag him to the bathroom. I guess Robin was my code name. I must help him. But why was he Batman? That wasn't fair. Why am I Robin? I asked. Because I'm Batman, he replied. But I want to be Batman, I cry. There's only one hero here, and it's me, Louie announces, ripping his shirt and showing the Superman sigil underneath. Oh my god. Then I want to be Catwoman, Harry screams, and Lou takes his hands dramatically. <laughs> but that will mean that our love is forbidden, he says, looking into Harry's eyes. Now that everyone was distracted, I, walk I started walking back, trying to plan how... I will save Niall. She's escaping! Liam screams. You won't get me alive! I scream back because it's what I think a superhero would say. I run upstairs and locked and locked into Louis's closet. There were four of them. Liam, Louis, and Harry were reaching for me while Zane watching Niall, so I needed to split them up. I will go first against the weakest. Liam, look what I found! I said, smiling and showing him his woody doll. He, his eyes opened in terror when he saw me holding it. Don't hurt him, he screamed, trying to take him out of my hands. Stop before Woody loses his head, literally. He lets go of the doll and stares at me with horror. Let's go back to business. I'm sure you want your Woody back. What do I have to do, he asked. Liam was taking care of Zane, which only left Harry and Louie. They were each other's weaknesses, so if I got one of them, I got two. And as Louie saw through my lies, I decided to go against Harry. He will be easier to fool. Harry, I screamed. When I saw him, I pretended to be scared. All At first, he looked surprised, and then he took me by the wrist. I got you, he cheered. No, I cried while he kept dragging me to his room. Everything was going as I expected. He finally dropped me inside and started to walk to the door. I needed to do something fast. I took a pillow, because that was the first thing I saw, and threw it at his curly head. What the? And before he could end the question, I was outside while he was trapped. I took the chair I had stolen from Zane's room and used it to block the door. Boo Bear, help me! He screamed. Damn, I haven't thought about the noise. I needed to act fast before Louis found Harry. I keep running and searching from Louis. That's when I heard something and ran into the kitchen, forgetting about the spoon and spilling in the floor. His laugh is what makes me note makes me notice this. I can't talk today. It's fine. You couldn't talk last time we did this either. I just can't talk like out loud. Like I can't read out loud his laugh is what makes me notice his presence aren't you going to help i asked offended and trying to stand up 
but as I have said before, it was too slippery. He extends his hands, and I take it, just to pull him. I can't believe you fall. Ha ha ha, you literally fall. I couldn't stop laughing, and Louis stared at me like I was crazy. I keep laughing until he threw spoon in my mouth. Ew! It tasted so disgusting and acid, and I must be doing funny faces because Lou starts to laugh. I'm going to kill you, I said, spitting the fucking spoon. I start to get near him with a ball of spoon in my hand. Just when I'm about to throw it at his face, my feet slips, and I fell against Louis, making us both fall again. Come on, it can't be that gross, he mocks and rolls over me, so he's now on top. Maybe you should try it, I reply, trying to get some of the spoon off my hand and into his mouth. Maybe I should, he says, grabbing the hand that was going to his mouth and placing his lips instead. His lips are hot against mine, and our hands are touching each other's bodies. I know it's not right. I know I don't care. This is illegal. Uh, also, I have more questions. Yes. Why is Niall Batman? He's not lame enough to be Batman. Did you say he's not lame enough? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> also, Louis is Superman and Harry is Catwoman, but Catwoman and Batman are a thing. Like, they just got married. So, Nary? It's Larry. Uh, well, you know what? Soups and Kitty Cat have not had much romantic interaction. Chapter 10. Ooh, it actually starts with the last words of the last one, too, so I get to read those again. His lips are hot against mine, and our hands are touching each other's bodies. I know it's not right. I couldn't care less. He suddenly pushed me apart with a guilty expression. I looked at him, trying to hide how confused I felt. Louis? I shouldn't have done that, he whispered, still not facing me. And God, that hurt. He could have at least pretended that it wasn't that bad or just pulling me apart, but I didn't need to see his I'm having regrets acting. He should be having regrets. He should be. Um, you're like 15 years old. He's like, what, 22, 23? Yeah. I have felt like this so many times. So worthless or not enough to make somebody care for me. And I want to make him feel as bad as I feel. Don't worry. It won't happen again. Don't worry, it won't happen again, I said, trying to stand up, just to fall again. This time I stay in the floor, trying to hold back the tears. And if you're thinking that I'm feeling this bad for a guy I barely know, you're wrong. He was just another drop of water into my glass. And now this glass is overflowing. I just have to be strong for so much time. Not allowing myself for a minute of what I could consider like weakness. Always pushing the person who actually cared for me. I was so stupid, and now I was here, against my will, captive, kidnapped, gone. This is your fault, I whisper, looking at Louis. This is your fault, I raised my voice and pointed at the five lads that arrived in the best moment. Note the sarcasm. (laughs) I like how they literally noted the sarcasm. (laughs) It's amazing. Alex, are you? Liam starts to ask. Yes, Liam. I'm fucking great. Just having another day of confinement. How are you? The boys stare at me speechless. Zane, why don't you take Alex to her room so she can... And why don't you shut the fuck up and try to listen for the first time in your life? I suggest to Louie. No one says anything. I guess they are giving me time to breathe and relax. But again, I have been doing that for so long. Smiling and biting my tongue. Stopping the bad words from coming. Trying to get along with my parents. Trying to get along with the boys. I'm so sick of everything. This is tense. 
but everything I'll say is going to be worthless, because you won't let me go anywhere. You won't let me go anyway. And the tears start falling all over my face. I should be such a pathetic picture, laying here in the floor with tears in my eyes and a hurt expression. And that's the first time I get it. My tears don't make me weak. They mean that I've been strong for too long. Saf cries every day. How st- how how long has she been strong? <laughs> a cry a day keeps the happiness away. I was seriously thinking you were going to say a cry a day keeps the pain away, but that's not what you went for at all. <laughs> I like mine better. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Louis's point of view. I screw it all with that kiss. We were supposed to gain her trust, so when we let her go, she won't tell anyone what we did. But now the way she was looking at us, it was almost like she hates us. Like she couldn't stand looking at us. Like if we make her sick. I look at her all curled on the ground, and then at the boys who looked about to cry. And it was entirely my fault. Oh, don't be so egocentric, Louie. It's not all about you. In fact, that kiss didn't mean anything. This is all about what you and your mates did. Alex cried. The kiss didn't mean anything for her? Well, it didn't mean anything for me either. Then why couldn't I stop thinking about how soft her lips were? Or how good it felt? No, 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 no. What the hell is wrong with you, Louie? You have a 16-year-old girl crying on the floor because you kidnapped her and you question yourself if she enjoyed, if she didn't enjoy the kiss? We tell you we were sorry, Harry said with a broken voice. But you're not! If you did care, I wouldn't be here, but we did want to let her go. Anyway, I couldn't tell her that, or she will pretend that she liked us just to get out. Anyway, we were trying our best to make her feel good. Really, because locking her in the basement was a very nice move. But I did it because she tried to escape. Still, maybe I was a little hard with her. A little. I wanted to apologize. Instead, I just heard her more. Well done, Louie. I like Louie's inner dialogue. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. But instead of worrying if she enjoyed the kiss, he should be worrying about how much prison time he's going to get. (laughs) We're back to Alex's point of view. Are you done? Louis asked with a numb voice. Not angry. Not annoyed. Just plain. With what? With acting like a victim. Are you done? Or should we get some popcorn? I stared at him speechless. I'm so angry that I can feel my temperature racing up. Louis, what the fuck? Honestly... That was so bad. (laughs) Don't you dare judge me without knowing me first. I spit and start walking away, but his hand suddenly stops me. And that's all I can take. I don't want him touching me. I don't want him looking at me. I don't want him anywhere near me. I push his hand away. I'm going to the basement. Or should I say, my room. Nobody stops me or try to talk to me again. I just heard the door being locked. And I lay in the mattress and my eyes start closing. I promise myself that I won't forget this. I don't really have any words. I'm like shocked. This fan fiction went from freaking amazing to okay to worrisome to should I call someone to help the writer in a very quick, very quick turnaround. I'm concerned. I kind of want to reach out to this author on uh, Wattpad and just be like, hey, are you okay? But also this was written like seven years ago so and they have nothing since so you probably wouldn't get a hold of them i want to know how old they were i'm gonna assume they were alex's age or like maybe a couple years younger 
Because they thought, like, a 16-year-old making out with a 23-year-old was fine. I think it hit me how not fine it was at, like, 16 and a half, 17, so. But, like, I I think it took me that long to figure it out because my friend was dating an older guy and no one said anything. Also, our parents have age gaps, so, like, I feel like that has a lot to do with it, too. I I feel like I should have realized, you know, like, once I hit 18, the age gap is fine. But before that, I was like, my parents have age gaps. It's fine. They probably knew each other because my uncle knew my mom beforehand, but my dad didn't. There was a difference. My uncle knew my dad before my mom did. Same way, but it's a complete difference. Like, when you're 18, you can go date whoever you want, do whatever you want. You're an adult. Make your choices. But when you're under that age, just be careful. Stay safe. There's a lot of creepy people out there. And that's what worries me the most about One Direction fanfiction, because how many of the, like, main characters are these, like, 16-year-old girls? A lot. Definitely. I I feel like... Okay, so, like, I've been on Tumblr for a long time now, and I've noticed that I've been drawn to the writers that are actually over 20... Because, like, I've seen some fan fiction writers that are, like, 36. They don't write for One Direction, obviously. But I've seen them that are, like, 36, and I've always been drawn to their work because they are more mature. They understand. They write well. And they don't do the underage stuff. And, you know, it's always an underage person that's going to write underage things unless you're, you know. I feel like there just needs to be a light shined on how weird a lot of these fanfics are like it isn't just us laughing at them it's like us genuinely like i feel like this is not only to laugh at how bad they used to be but it's also like trying to help people get better because we're pointing out the issues as we go write your one direction fanfictions do whatever you like but please don't make your main character like 16 years old when um the boys are like in their 20s Thank you for listening to Directionally Challenged, where we deep dive into the world of One Direction. Today we looked at Kidnapped by One Direction because of a Truth or Dare game, and it was wild. If you have a One Direction fanfiction you'd like us to react to, or anything else you'd like to tell us, you can find us on Twitter at Chantel H. Green, which is C-H-A-N-T-E-L-L-H-G-R-E-E-N. And Hiddleland, which is H-I-D-D-L-E-L-A-N-D. You can also find us at the newly instated Directionally Challenged Twitter. It is just Directionally C, which is just like the podcast. Or send us an email at directionallychallengedpodcast at outlook.com. Thank you guys so much and goodbye. Bye-byes.